I got a manicure yesterday. That was nice. <laughs> you ever done that? Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, no, 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 no. Pedicure. Whoops. Wrong word. Uh, no, I should though. I, I feel like my, my feet deserve some pampering. It's, it's quite nice. I, I do highly recommend a uh, pedicure. Welcome to Namely 90s. The podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So... Turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. That's right. You're listening to Namely 90s. My name's Andrew. Over there is Brandon. That's me. You can find us online at Namely90s.com. We're on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, it's Namely 90s with a 90s. Uh, we also record a video version of this podcast for your viewing pleasure on YouTube. That's namely90s.com slash YouTube. Um, that's with a 90s or an n i n e t i e s dot com. Have you checked welcome. to make sure that the second, the sure full spelling uh, goes? Because. Like even just our link tree that used to be on namey90s.com slash listen. If you capitalize the L, it would take you to uh, just an empty page. Yeah, that's a different thing. That's a different reason that it does that. But that's fixed as well. Okay. Both of them still work. Cool. Uh, this is the April 1999 episode. Episode number 046. Uh, this is the last one where we're actually going to sound like we know what we're talking about for probably another four episodes. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh boy, the early '90s were pretty rough, but I'm sure we can find something vaguely parallel to it that is not from the '90s that we'll talk about the well, whole time, which is well, usually what we do. And we're out of that like no movies, no TV show, uh, True. things happening, thing going on. Um, but it's hard to believe we're coming up on our one year episode anniversary or whatever we're calling it. I don't know. The one year. Uh, <laughs> Uh, anniversary. Yeah, the one year potiversary spectacular extravaganza. I know extravaganza's in it. That's all I know. Um, but yeah, uh, that's okay. right. If you are listening to this and you are a fan of our show, uh, contact us by doing the Twitter or the website or the Instagram or the Facebook or the whatever you want and uh, get in touch with us. If you want to have a pre-recorded message uh, congratulating us for making it through a year on one of our podcasting endeavors for once. Uh, and uh, if just like to give us a shout out to hear your voice coming at you over these speakers that you're listening to us on, or maybe their headphones, but yeah, uh, we thought it'd be a fun you can way use to, a, um uh, talk boy to record a tape and send that in the mail, the postal mail. Yes. I actually have the equipment that will Don't allow me that. to record that digitally. And, uh, you know, if you, if you want, if you, if you want, you can press your sound into a piece of vinyl and ship it to us. I take 45s. I take 33s. It'll work. Uh, we'll make it work. We'll make it happen. So yeah, the, the extravaganza will be happening in mid to late May to mark one year of episodes on Naming 90s. 
and uh, woo. So yeah, if you if you want to join us it. in celebration uh, while we pat ourselves on the back, we'd greatly appreciate it. But for now, uh, I don't know. Uh, should we should we get into it? Do you want do you want to tell us about uh, something? Mm. Life. Do I want to tell you about something? Wow. Ha, 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 yeah. Great tea. Gosh, this is this is this is what they've come to us after a yeah. year of listening. Uh what's Do you want to happen- tell us something about anything? Yeah. Uh I mean, uh, uh, what's been going on in your life, man? I I feel like I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, it's been at least uh it's been at least 14 minutes since uh <laughs> the last recording. You, you um, got you got up and you you went to the bathroom and now yeah, you, you walked down a dark on. hallway and a creepy There's a strange building. man that um, walked into your room while you were gone. Yeah, it was like a ghost or something. Mm. Um, no, I I just just working working my life away <laughs> as we do as adults. No, my uh, my third child just turned one years old. Wow, so that's actually uh, it's it's very exciting. So yeah, he's, he's one year old. Oh. He's Nearly uh, walking. Th- this is the one that you didn't name after a Rugrat character. True. He's nearly walking, and uh, it's a lot of fun. That's, so it's awesome. We're enjoying that. Um, three kids is kind of weird, but we're managing. Uh, nice. And by we, I mean my wife is doing most of the work because she's uh, very talented and a great uh, stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Uh, I, all props to Kayla. Yeah. Um, I. How are your kids? Good. Good. <laughs> uh, you know, I. I I'm currently single and uh if if you'd like to apply to be my wife find oh me oh my I'm, god uh, <laughs> no oh how about that one girl from the uh dating app that you used that one that uh didn't want any masks does that say something else about her i don't know oh yeah no i swiped left immediately when i read that yeah uh yes uh the, the swiping through i think it was tinder there's this girl that's like living the van life and uh she was like oh, the van life thing is so tragic but uh, i mean if, if follow your bliss and whatever but you're essentially being typhoid mary here because she wrote uh no masks in all caps and then um it, it went on to say i'm what well, how did she phrase it i prefer to let my immune system do the work and i'm like it's not about you <laughs> It's about everyone else. It's yeah. The, the um, whole, whole but, yeah, premise of follow this. your bliss, but don't delude yourself into thinking that you're somehow being like unique and ironic by living in a van. Like no one cares you're, if you're not doing it for yourself, then don't do it. And you also don't need to document everything about it. Just you're living in a van down by the river. That that's for I'm other people, not for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. If you're, you should do it for yourself. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it, and also gram. stop spreading, stop spreading coronavirus through every city that you go through. <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah, I, mean, uh, I just my immune system do the work. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I'm idiot. eligible for the first for, uh, um, this week, I believe, uh, I'm eligible for my first round of shots. So I'll be waiting in line COVID to get, vaccination. Get, a, get my vaccination. That's exciting. I will feel comfortable Good. going out into the Good world for you. again. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I had mine. I I was fully vaccinated sometime in late February. 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 There it is. Yeah, and uh, other than the fact that you keep telling me we need to switch to Xbox gaming instead of PlayStation, uh, you seem normal. Yeah, I. I do feel much more comfortable when I go to Idaho and everyone just acts like there's nothing happening. So, and uh, yeah, we like at my workplace, we scheduled an event in June. Like how crazy is that? But I know, right. I I'm, I'm excited that I will be because originally black widow, black widow got pushed back. This is the next Marvel movie coming out, but it got pushed back to July 9th. Uh, But it originally was coming out May 7th or something. And I, I was and they weren't going to do a Disney Plus release originally. So I was going to be in theaters with my N95 and like uh, just like six feet apart well, the, from everyone. And yeah, uh, as of the time of this recording, uh, Washington's cinemas are open for limited capacity. And actually, uh, the Seattle Mariners opening day is coming up and they are going to allow 9000 fans into the stadium. So more than usually wow. attend a Mariners game. <laughs> Oh, uh, the one, no, the one actually, the thing that pretty was, good attendance for how God awful they are. The one thing that was really unfortunate about going to Arizona for the first time, uh, last week or the week before is I didn't get to go to Peoria and watch a Mariners game because of COVID that was, uh, like you're well, in the Arizona. Opening, opening nights actually opening nights, the beginning of April. So yeah, there's, there was probably still a game or, game or two. Is it the first of April? Potentially. I, I think it's I think it's like next week. Wow. And this is not in the future of the past. April 1st, opening day at T Mobile oh, yeah. Park. Would have missed it either way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You'd show I, up. There's just no one there. You're like, hello. <laughs> Someone pops out and is like, April Fools. Uh, yeah. Do you get any good April Fools jokes in this year? No. Good. Uh, let's try to have a sense of humor. <laughs> let's travel back to uh, what year is it again? 1999, April 1999. All right, listeners, let's travel back to April 1999. On the 5th, Wayne Brady gets married. On the 9th, Little Nas X is born. Are you Are you familiar with the Little Nas X? No, but I'm trying to remember what sketch... With Wayne Brady. Was it with Dave Chappelle or was yes. like, is Wayne Brady going to have to actors. choke a bitch or something? Yes. Is Wayne Brady going to have to choke a bitch? Um, because, yeah. <laughs> I just remember that. I don't know why. That, that's, I think that's my favorite Chappelle show sketch. Um, black actors, man. And um, it's just, it's Wayne Brady or he's like, every time they're around people, he, he's super nice. But then he like immediately turns on Dave Chappelle and is like, I think my favorite moment in that sketch is uh, he makes Dave buy the sandwich to eat. And then uh, Dave Chappelle is just like sobbing into the sandwich. <laughs> and then Wayne Brady's like, you're going to eat that? And he just takes it from him and eats it. Uh, and then also oh the God. Mr. Benjamin's a little lonely tonight. <laughs> Shaniqua. Uh, little Nas X is the rapper who... Did the mas- mashup with um, Billy Ray Cyrus, uh, the Old Town Road, oh. uh, and apparently no. he, uh, he is a proud LGBTQ member, which I, I didn't realize until recently. Well, that's nice. That's refreshing. 
Yeah, it's, well, especially in in uh, a, a genre that is heavily defined by um, uh, mass toxic masculinity, you know. Welcome to NPR. Yeah. Uh, on the 18th, Wayne Gretzky's uh, last game in the NHL occurred when I think he was shipped off to... Sad day. God, who did he end up on in the end? Was he a flyer? No. Uh, should have written this down. New no, York. He was a New York uh, Ranger. Yeah, he was a Ranger, right? Really? I think so. Let's find out. It was after Let's LA. Look at statistics. On the twentieth, while you're looking at it, that was up. it was the New York Rangers. Mm-hmm. Nice, thank you. You are correcto mundo. I, if there's one hockey player that I know about, it is the great one. On the twentieth, uh, the Columbine High School massacre occurs. Ooh. Yeah, dark time. Uh, dark time in our nation's history. On the twenty sixth. The Tonight Show is the first late night show to be broadcast in HD. And I included who the guests are. Uh, Jay Leno's guests are Salma Hayek, David Arquette, and Jewel. Jewel. I was like, what are you doing? She's everywhere. Uh, This woman. She's like the powerhouse of the 1990s. Well, she was like super popular between like 98 and 2002. Uh, TV premiering in April of 1999. On the seventh, we have Strangers with Candy on Comedy Central. On the eleventh, nothing funnier than a kidnapping joke. Ha <laughs> ha uh, ha. Do you know what Strangers with Candy is though? Uh, it's it's one of the great, no, but I'm making uh, a joke. Y- yes. Nothing funnier than a kidnapping joke. Uh, on the eleventh, we have they Family Guys. <laughs> Family Guy officially premieres as a part of Fox's Sunday night lineup after the first episode was aired in late January. On the twenty-sixth, we have uh, a cancellation. Uh, Caroline in the City uh, airs its last episode, and I only bring that up because you harped on it last time. No idea we what talked that about is. It. Yeah, I, I think it was the Leah. How Thompson. I don't even know what it is. That's I think that was the point. Uh, I think that was the Leah Thompson um, show that was popular for four seasons on NBC. And never heard of it in the box office. I only remember because Leah Thompson was Ma- Marty McFly's mom in Back to the Future, and she also uh, had sex with Howard the Duck in the movie Howard the Duck. I have no idea who she is. She had sex with a duck. On the ninth, never been kissed. Uh, on the twenty third, uh, that was a Drew Barrymore movie. Twenty third election, which was a Matthew Broderick movie, I believe, where he's blackmailed by Reese Witherspoon and uh, someone else in in a high school election. He's a teacher. She's implying things happened between them. On the thirtieth, entrapment. Whoa. I want to say Angelina Jolie. I don't remember either of these movies. Uh, on the Billboard charts for the second week in April of 1999. Number one, uh, coming in from March for the first week, we have Believe by Cher, which drops to number two for the second week. And then for the rest of the month, uh, we get No Scrubs by TLC. Also, number three for num- the second week in April of 1999. We have Every Morning by Sugar Ray. 
Number six is Kiss Me by Sixpence, None the Richer. Number seven is I Still Believe by Mariah Carey. Number 11 is All I Have to Give by the Backstreet Boys. Number 13 is Angel by Sarah McLaughlin. Number 14 is Slide by Goo Goo Dolls. Number 17 is Baby One More Time by Brittany Spears. Number 20 is Hard Knock Life Ghetto Anthem by Jay-Z. Uh, number 22, Fly Away by Lenny Kravitz. And number 25, Please Remember Me by Tim McGraw. And now a reading from the Book of Jewel. Fragile. Fine, if that's the way you want it. I will walk away with all the finality and coldness you accuse me of, but it won't be what you expect. A retaliation, a scene, a tangle. It will be your jaw flapping like an archaic flag limp with contemplation. Is that a threat? (laughs) Yes. Okay, good to know. So Jewel has a violent streak, it turns out. It's probably from hanging out with all those biker chicks uh, while those cops were hanging out around the bar her dad was playing at or whatever. Was was it a lesbian wedding? She did weddings for the biker chicks, so they could have been to men, you know. Because they were, they were, oh, it was, oh, and it I was joked multiple. that she also sang at the divorce proceedings. Okay. Yes. Um, thanks, Joel. Thanks, Joel. And now back to the show. I, I'd ask you if you want to go anywhere, but I feel like we should go somber first. Um, what do you what do you think? Yes, I okay. do agree. Uh, um, obviously, we are let's. a '90s nostalgia podcast, but nostalgia isn't always a positive thing. And uh, this is a big event that happened in pop culture. And by the time that it happened, we were ten, eleven. So we we actually remember this happening. Um, Columbine High School massacre. Yes. For those of you that don't know, um, it was a school shooting and attempted bombing. I didn't know that part on that occurred on April 20th, 1999 at Columbine High School in Columbine, Colorado, the United States. The perpetrator, perpetrators, 12th grade senior students, Eric Harris and Dylan Kelbold, murdered 12 students and one teacher. 10 students were killed in the school library where the pair subsequently committed suicide. 21 additional people were injured by gunshots and gunfire was also exchanged with the police. Another three people were injured trying to escape the carnage. At the time, it was the deadliest school shooting in U.S. history. If I remember correctly, these guys were dressed like they were in the Matrix. Yeah, they also had pipe bombs, I think, was I, the uh, the thing. I forgot about um, that. Another Colorado incident. I don't know why that's a thing, but... Uh, Air's thinner. That's weird, considering recent yeah. events. Uh, I, yeah, I guess I shouldn't make light of that, but um, it's... It, do, you, do you remember? Do you remember that happening? Like, Yeah, and this was definitely, I would say, the most high profile, heavily publicized school shootings to date, uh, at that time. Right. Certainly. Um, and is one of the most famous still, and I famous is not the right word, uh, but you Infamous. know, most notorious. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it feels like whether this is true or not, it, it emboldened a future wave of other school shooters, um, to 
do the same thing, which I yeah. don't quite understand. I don't think really anyone understands exactly why this happens and happens more. Um, and why it seems to be so isolated to the United States. I don't know that anyone has a great answer for that. Uh, well, I think one of the great answers is that we have a easier access to uh, machine guns in this country. And so, a, you know, that as soon as someone hears you say the term machine gun or assault rifle, they start to explain to you why those terms aren't really accurate terms. And then they start to go into this whole thing about guns and blah, blah, blah. My thought is if you're going to have a gun and you're going to do something not nefarious with it, shouldn't you be perfectly okay with waiting for a background check or a waiting period? Like yeah. why does someone need, who needs a gun in a hurry? You know uh, what I mean? Or the fact that they think that uh gun regulation means that we're taking the guns away from you. Uh, I'm going to invent a same day gun delivery service for when you're really in a pinch. Well, it's not, That's it's, what I'm gonna do. it's not just that it's, it's like uh Switzerland is a prime example of this. There, there's not, as many documented gun violence cases in that country, which is still full of racists and uh, like, right. I would say the same amount per capita as, as the U S but they, uh, I believe everyone, once they reach uh, a legal age is required to spend a year in the military uh, unless they go to college or something to that extent uh, where they learn a great respect for gun care and uh, gun maintenance and uh, oh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, you know, not shooting people. <laughs> um, but it, it, well, here's the thing, you know, I, I used to say I've, I got a taxi driver's license. When I did that, I had to get a background check from Washington state patrol and the FBI. I had to get fingerprinted for the state of Idaho. Um, I had to have a background check when I got my veterinary license. I had to have a background check by the FBI when I got my DEA license. I've had a ton of background checks basically, uh, or you get a driver's license. You have to go through driver's training and then take a test and then get a license. And yet you can obtain a tool that can end somebody's life just because you think you're entitled to one. That's just that to me, that's weird. I don't know. It just seems wrong. Also, who, uh, who thinks, Hey, I'm going to need something that can shoot, uh, like an entire clip in, in under a minute, like 30 round, Very clip, important. 60 round clip. I, I, you never know. You might need to mow down a pack of deer. You know, you might be hunting. There might be 27 deer. You got to mow them all down. It's important. Like, I understand you know, this is critical. I'm not, I, I'm not advocating taking guns away from people. I'm not advocating no. lesser guns. I, I, but I believe that you should be responsible for your gun. Like, and I'm sure there's many gun enthusiasts that also agree. It's just the most vocal ones are the ones that are saying they're going to take your guns away and they're going to take your right to bear your second amendment rights away. They took your first amendment rights away and now they stole the election. And it's just, it's, Here's the thought. Don't bring your gun to a protest <laughs> and then accuse other people of rioting. Like, yeah. I mean, what a double standard. You can march to the steps of the state Capitol with a large semi-automatic rifle, but the moment you're a minority and you have some sort of a protest, it's immediately a riot. I mean, that's just, yeah. Or if you're a minority, the moment standard. you have a handgun, you're shot. Even if it's a, plastic, exactly. even if it's exactly. a toy one. 
Um, yeah, well, you know, gun gun laws won't prevent people from getting guns illegally. That's fine. Let's make it harder for people to get them legally who then turn out to be mentally messed up. I mean, yeah, mental like, illness is it, at an all time. I would argue an all time high in this country. Whether it, it's documented or not. Isn't the don't. Isn't, isn't there some, uh, again, this is completely unfounded. I haven't done the research on this, but isn't there some statistic that's like uh, the majority of school shootings that occur in uh, America are done with legally registered uh, firearms to uh, either the parents, these students or whatnot? Yeah. And what it really elucidates is that that we need to do more about mental illness in this country. And we basically criminalized mental illness in a way, you know, it's trendy for people like us to talk about, Oh, mental illness, like raise awareness. And that's what absolutely should be done. But until the state actually starts letting us do something to help as a society, it's not really going to get better, you know? All right. Let's move on from, from that topic because I, we we need to talk about family Ooh, guy look at the time yeah we're we've we you've heard us quote family guy many a times and uh of course of course the of course. the second episode uh that that was referenced that became the premiere episode for family guy was i never met the dead man which is the episode where peter drives the car into the tv transmitter and knocks out the tv for the entire city of Quahog. and meg takes the blame because she, oh, yeah, she right. wants to get a car for uh peter promises her a car I think William Shatner shows up at one point halfway through the episode or is that a different episode? Uh, anyways, Peter uh, they liked crazy. William Shatner gag in the early days. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, to, to family guy memories. I, I believe you, you may know of this show and this is our episode to talk about. Oh uh, yeah. It was, uh, was on NBC. Um, <laughs> no, no, I do think that, uh, uh, Seth MacFarlane is quite the voice artist. Certainly um, he voices many characters on that show, mm-hmm. which is, which is pretty cool. I can't imagine being able to ha- like change my voice that way and do it reliably in the same way every time, you know, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I, I wish I knew how to do good voice acting. And I do like, I personally enjoyed the random cutaways. I always thought they were pretty funny. But unfortunately, as with most good things, it was good, but really has gone quite downhill. And I still don't understand exactly how it is they get away with on network television saying some of the stuff that they say. Yeah. You know, that's been a mystery to me for a long time where you can get canceled so easily now, but yet they did get canceled once and came back from it and then had a longer run even after. Well, it's definitely that that was the era of comedy. Like it was be as offensive as you can. Uh, and as long as it's like, as long as it makes a point, I guess, uh, you can be offensive, but then like now they're, I think it was this last season. There was a, a joke where they were like, I think we talked about this on the podcast. Um, they do the, there was that you've got AIDS song, um, the, the barbershop yeah. quartet singing, you got AIDS. Um, and then Peter is traveling back through his flashbacks and then hears that on the other side of a wall in the hospital. And he's like, Ooh, we, we probably shouldn't have done that one. <laughs> and it's like, it's a meta, yeah, it's a, and this is like getting a little bit more like philosophical, but usually, the types of people who make shows like this are generally pretty liberal. Mm -hmm. And yet I think that jokes are made in a satirical manner 
to sort of call out people who actually say stupid stuff about those things. But yet it just doesn't age well. And it was a different time, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And now it's so different. Well, I mean, again, my, my go-to is look at friends and all the homophobic jokes in, in that. Right. Um, or sexist jokes. Yeah. yeah. It's, friends is not. I mean, it's the same barometer. Family Guy is more offensive than Friends was, but it's also more topical than Friends was, I guess. True. Um, but yeah, it, it's uh, family. Uh, I'll the first. I think it was season two through four, where there are some classic episodes. PTV. We have we we have talked oh, yeah, about Family Guy on the episode on the show before, haven't we? Because uh, I mean, a bit. Yeah. There's one called P. <clears throat> P tarted, uh, which, oh boy. Yeah. Um, where Peter finds out that he's legally, uh, he has the IQ. Um, yes. Anyway, uh, there's a cutaway where, where he's like, I'm glad I saw that national geographic special on fire trucks. And it cuts away to a a safari type, uh, documentary. (laughs) And it's like the fire truck is a solitary predator. The ambulances will have to wait their turn. Uh, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. I think yeah. that's my favorite I mean, cutaway. Uh, for every horrible joke that isn't funny, that's rude, there were probably 20 jokes that were actually funny in that show. So it mm-hmm. definitely overall is one of my favorite sort of animated comedy shows, but definitely doesn't have a, that, you know, like a perfect spot free record, you know? I don't know. There's, yeah. There's, it's, I don't know. There, again, there's a sweet spot, and you can see that's where like our comedy started from. Uh, uh, like that's what where we started as a base for for the comedy that we we have. That and for me, The Simpsons, I guess. Um, but it's it's like times have changed, and I feel like we've we've done a, an okay job at uh, uh, not being stuck in the two thousands and late nineties with, with, uh, our you know, it's hard though. I was thinking about this doing mm-hmm. comedy and not offending people because yes. sometimes, you know, is it though you make jokes and you, you have to make, sometimes you make the joke and you don't, because you're, I mean, comedy is fast paced. You've got to kind of like, I'm not a comedian by any means, but you've got to like think of something quick, right? And yes. say it. And you can't always put it through every filter. You would always put everything through. Like if you were in a business meeting, you would say something different than you might if you're out at a bar, you know, but then you might accidentally take it too far for the sake of comedy. And I just think as long as people are willing to call you on that and then you're willing to say, yeah, you know what? That wasn't a great joke and then move on. But I made a bad joke and Uh, my career is ruined is too much, you know? Well, as long as you're able to, to, to admit that, you made the mistake because the right. the people that are getting canceled are the ones that, uh, that have been called on it and aren't changing their, uh, yeah, you're right. Their you're ways. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I, I yeah, it's, it, you know, it, it's, it just takes one time where you, you're being heckled and then you yell the N word and then Kramer is no longer acceptable. Yeah. Uh, and it's, and it's happened to all of us, frankly, you know, we've all been, you know, just kidding. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. Uh, well, um, I, we, I, I feel like we need to shoehorn a third topic in because that's how our podcast works. And I want to talk about no scrubs shoehorn it. Uh, 
I don't want no scrubs. Well, a scrub is a guy that thinks he's fly and is also known as a buster. Always talking about what he wants and just sits on his. Were you there for the ass. conversation? Oh, what what conversation? I'm oh, sorry. Were you gonna? Were you there for the conversation where I tried to figure out where I, I asked someone if Buster rhymes and Leanne rhymes were related? Uh, so <laughs> no. no, I don't want your number. No, I don't want to give you mine. And no, I don't want to meet you nowhere. No, I don't want none of your time. And no. I don't want no scrub. A scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. Hanging out on the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. I don't want no scrub. A scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. Hanging out on the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. It it, it gets repetitive. I think TLC is always funny because they become a gag. Like the uh, movie, the other guys, Michael Keaton keeps inadvertently making like quoting TLC songs and doesn't realize that that's always funny. And then the movie, um, we are the Millers with Jason Sudeikis and uh, Jennifer Aniston, like the kid that they're with starts like he's memorized the rap from the waterfalls song. Like TLC has just become such a gag. I don't know why, but a scrub is checking me, but his game oh, is kind of weak and I know that he cannot approach me because I'm looking like class and he's looking like trash. Can't get with a deadbeat ass. So no, I don't want your number. No, I don't want to give you mine and no, I don't want to meet you nowhere. No, I don't want none of your time. No, if you don't, uh, course i don't want no scrub a scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me hanging out of the passenger side of his best friend's ride trying to holler at me i don't want no scrub a scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride trying to holler at me so here's a here's something for you rewrite that for as as a male singing that song to a woman and tell me if that would be appropriate if you don't have a car and you're walking, I'm doing a little bit of reverse sexism. Oh yes, son. I'm talking to you. If you live at home with your mama. Oh yes, son. I'm talking to you, baby. If you have a shorty, but you don't show love. Oh yes, son. I'm talking to you. Want to get with me? No money. Oh no. I don't want no. Oh, no scrub. No scrub. No, no, no scrub. No, 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 no scrub. No, no, no. I fundamentally despise that song. I don't Just want imagine no scrub. If, I mean, if you're a, if a, <laughs> a scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me hanging out at the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. I don't want no scrub. A scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me hanging out at <sighs> the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. Okay. So there's a spoken word part in the music video that I was going to read, but I, I feel like we were out of time. Uh, but yes, you were saying something about not liking the song. I just feel like what if there was a song like a so- that men wrote a song like this? Was like, look at that trashy bitch. I don't want to get with her. Like it's called that would just every be so country unacceptable. song. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, come on. Country artists respect women <laughs> and horses. But mostly horses and <laughs> <Okay>. also beer. <laughs> but mostly horses and also beer. Uh, um, 
I don't know. I just think it's a little bit of double standardy, which like I'm absolutely 100% on board with like women, empowerment. women not being treated like garbage, but also at the same time, I don't think you can just give the green light to like, Oh, this person looks as if he's not a well to do person. So I therefore cannot have any sort of relation with him. So you're saying, like, uh, sorry, no, go ahead. What, what a, that's it. That was okay. It. So you're saying that women should not be selective in their mates. I think they should, but I don't think it should always be based on whether or not he has money or whether or not he's hanging out. Maybe they're carpooling. Maybe he's very environmentally conscious. I'm just well, saying, I mean, the nineties the was a different time. I'm sure these scrubs were, were, were a type Actually, if you're a woman and you listen to Amy 90s, let us know your dating experience. Just playing devil's advocate here. Yes. Andrew doesn't completely mean what he means. No, I mean exactly what I mean. I mean, yeah, we should, as men, I think it's our duty to basically champion this cause of feminism and, and that's what should be done. But you have to be careful not to go too far the other way. That's all I'm saying. And, and be judgy of others. That's my point. It's a good okay. point. It's a yeah. fair point. I know, but it could just be so easily twisted. And I'm just, I know. I'm, I'm so, so tempted to just do it, but I'm not going to, because that's it for this week's edition of namely nineties. Remember you can find new episodes out every Monday and find us on Twitter and Instagram at namely nineties with nine zero S or find our personal accounts at be Schwitty and at namely Andrew and tell us what you want us to talk about on future episodes or talk to us about this episode. We want to hear from you. You can also contact us through our website, namely90s.com. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Uh, Peter, he didn't really set you up for that lethal weapon line. It doesn't really work here. Deezer, tune in, iHeartRadio, and wherever you get your podcasts at. I'm Brandon, that's Andrew, and we'll catch you next time. It's just been revoked. Uh, Peter, no one really set you up for that lethal weapon line. <laughs> it doesn't really work here. I'll have what she's having. Uh, that's better.